Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today we're here to discuss the Bad Batch and more openly the Star Wars universe at the moment. Um, I haven't been watching much of the Bad Batch and I think I've made that pretty clear in previous um, episodes of the podcast but also in you know shorts etc and so on. The Bad Batch hasn't really gripped me as much as most of the Star Wars media has. Um, but I will admit I caught up the past day or so on, like, I think about four episodes of it. Um, you know, uh, I think it was episode 11 to 14. I, I'm up to date, essentially, with uh, Tipping Point, the most recent episode, uh, the, the Crosshair episode. Um, but um, I think my issue, and I, I, what I'm still finding with the Bad Batch, is that these characters and... Honestly, the plot is relatively uninspired, and I think that's a very that's a, maybe a bit cruel to say, but it is true. I think these characters are starting to, and I will admit this, starting to feel like less than their stereotypes. Tech, especially, is getting a little bit more of intrigue, especially with his presumed romantic interest in fee in these in these more recent episodes and you know that's welcoming and that it feels nice to see a different side to tech especially when he has those moments with um omega early in the season as well when echo leaves them so that there is stuff happening here and there is there is, there is a change and there is some movement towards characters that feel more singular than part of this clone whole so to speak but I, I still feel like these characters are not some like these aren't characters that I want to like really dig into and and feel like I'm I'm learning stuff about. They feel like clones and, and, and you know, clones are, have been interested in the past and the idea of what how a clone deals with, for example, being decommissioned, etc. is obviously a very interesting part of the Bad Batch as a show, how they deal with being in the Empire, how they deal with all these things. But the clones work better, in my opinion, aside from a few, you know, like Rex and Cordy, etc., as a contingent. The idea that the clones are a character as a whole, so to speak, like I say, generally speaking, I think Bad Batch and the Bad Batch, apart from Omega, which is obviously a standalone character, she, she's different in a sense. They they feel relatively. Um, they they're okay, like but they're also stereotypes of like a general like a A team type vibe, you know. Like there's the character who does this, there's a character who does that, there's a character. It seems it's very, it's very. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's very. This, these people are in their lane, and they're not really much else than that. And the show addresses that in parts as well. I will admit, um, you know, what in one of the most recent episodes when they first. Um, adventure to Pabu. Um, there's a question as to whether you know are they just soldiers or are they you know more than soldiers? Can they be more than soldiers? Can they be something else? Which is obviously you know um very important a very important question for me as a viewer because I want to see if these characters can become something other than what they were intended uh like to be as as like what their their primary purpose was as a character at the beginning of the show slash in their first appearance in the Clone Wars season seven, yeah, seven. I think that's right, right? I think yeah. Um, but so that's kind of my issue on one part. Also, the plot of the Bad Batch, like, is intriguing as a base premise. You know, for example, the, like I said, the stuff about the clones is very interesting. What what happens to the clones after they're decommissioned? 
very interesting. I'm loving all that sort of stuff, especially with Ryo Chuchi and, and seeing her return and seeing her, um, you know, become part of this essential rebellion, um, like a very early re like um, vestige of what the rebellion will become. Uh, but the cloning stuff. Now, don't get me wrong, I find that the, the way they're going about it interesting. I think there's there's something going on here. There's obviously other projects that are being worked on cloning-wise as regards the Zillow Beast, for example, that showed up in one of the episodes. And, you know, I, I, I don't think there's a, a, a... I think there's a potential for something very interesting to happen with that. But it, it's a weird one because Mandalorian is doing something sort of similar. And now... Obviously, Dave Filoni is working on both shows, or has worked on both shows, should I say? So it's kind of it's kind of understandable that they would have some overlap if they could, because you know Star Wars is a connective medium. Even though generally most projects in Star Wars do stay within the, their projects, which is a weird one because you know it kind of Star Wars is touted very similar to Marvel in a sense, and I don't think they should be exactly the same. I don't think they need to be exactly the same, but Marvel has this expansive universe in their movies and their shows. And Star Wars has this expansive universe that they generally kind of leave insular at the same time. It's very weird. It feels like the most overlap you get really is in the books. And the canonicity of books these days is becoming um, eroded by, you know, some of the more recent material coming out, which I have spoken about before as not being happy with, but that's beyond the point of what I'm talking about here is that, you know, if if Bad Batch and Mando are going to follow different storylines, I'd like for them to start marrying up slightly. I think that's my I think that's my issue. It feels like one of these shows' storylines will be in, inconsequential because they're both building essentially. This is the idea, at least, to Palpatine being able to clone himself after his demise in Return of the Jedi, and obviously, you know creation of snoke as well that's the obvious play here as, as to regards what they're they're trying to do obviously there might be other characters that come out of this or other storylines that come out of this like um, joris uh, I, I always get this name wrong joris sabath or sabath one, one of the two he was a character in legends and you know a, a, a sort of clone of him is created he's a jedi but a clone of him is created i, I forget the details exactly but it, it links into Thrawn, which again isn't the character that is on the docket so to speak going forward for live action um so that could be something that happens in mandalorian for example but if that happens in mandalorian then is bad batch's plot essentially for nothing or is it going to link into mandor if it feels like one of the things has to happen for it to make um make make it worthwhile otherwise both are chasing the same storyline for essentially nothing so that's kind of where i'm at with bad batch at the moment uh, like I, I i don't want to be so disparaging with it but it feels like more than not what you get with Bad Batch is a, it's like Clone Wars, but Clone Wars, the thing with Clone Wars is that, and this is why I think some people, you know, might might be um, uh, un unaware of how this works, really. I think Bad Batch is a show, it should be more akin to Rebels than it is to Clone Wars in terms of it's dealing with one group of people, generally speaking, apart from one or two episodes. and their plot needs to advance these characters need to advance with clone wars clone wars is, is an anthology series and it also works off the premise that we know all these characters for example we don't really need loads of character development for anakin skywalker because we know where he is and we know where he's going so you can have a little bit more fun with that with rebels 
and with Bad Batch, you couldn't, you can't really have that because these characters, we don't know them. We don't know where they're going. We don't know what they're doing. We don't necessarily know their quirks to the highest degree. So there needs to be more character work or, or within these episodes, and I think they're getting there. I think I do think um, the beginning of season two is very poor, and I do think the the like the, the middling slash moving towards the end of season two of Bad Batch is better. I'm just curious as to how long it's going to take before I feel like I could really go, oh my gosh, that's my favorite character in Bad Batch, or oh my gosh, I really love that character in Bad Batch because, frankly, I find them all forgettable. Like not in, re- in I know who they are, and I could like if someone said, oh, if you watch Bad Batch, be like, yeah, these characters, you know, I could talk about them, but I don't feel like they're they're not statement piece Star Wars characters, and you know, even even new Star Wars, like you know. You know, you have your classical characters, you have your Han Solo, you have your Leia, etc., right? You, But then even new Star Wars has characters that are like, oh my gosh, these characters are great. Like, you know, you don't look so far as, for example, Carl Kestis in um, Jedi Fallen Order. He's a, a kind of very standout character now to people. Or or even Meren from the same game. Or, you know, those are the characters who have become standout in new Star Wars media. If you look, for example, at... Um, the High Republic books, Elzar Mann has, is a character that a lot of people actually really like. And, you know, again, Stellan Geos or, or um, you know, there's plenty of characters in those books that have become staple characters that people are enjoy, like enjoy. And I, I've seen people who, who feel that way about Bad Batch characters, but I, I, I find it hard to resonate with that because I don't feel like they've got much going on, really. They have, they have moments of, like, you know, intrigue and moments of enjoyment and stuff like that. But I think you have to develop character above most of the things. And this show seems to like take too long on trips to places to do nothing, to set the characters back to where they were at the beginning of the episode. Um, I know that the characters have kind of moved away from the whole uh, working for Sid deal in the show now. But for a while, those episodes were essentially, let's start with this fun escapade that goes wrong. We lose out on the money that we were going to get or the, 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 the prize that we were going to achieve. And we're back at square one for the next episode. At that point, personally, I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, some of those episodes can be fun, but I don't think you should have, you know, sort of even three or four episodes in a row that are sort of the same vibe. And that has happened a, a, a good bit in this in this season where you had a lot of episodes that were kind of just odd jobs and yes Saturday morning cartoons have their place but I think if I how do I put it I think that's oh gosh I, I do not describe this well I think that's an era of television that is kind of gone so to speak I, I think you know Clone Wars aired on actual television Clone Wars aired, you know, on, um, I think it was, was it Cartoon Network or something like that at the time? I, f- I forget exactly, but it aired onto a, onto a, a, a like a, um, ah, like a, like an actual um, network. Did I say network before? I think I did, maybe. But the idea was that would come out and you, it'd be like, like that, that's like proper kids viewing, so to speak. You, you didn't pay any extra for it because it was like the kids' channels that you were already paying for and you watched, right? So that's like different, but like I feel like when generally people are paying for, and maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm missing the mark of this, but when people are paying for Disney Plus, they're paying for the content that you're showing. 
And I feel like at that point, the content should be something that has content. It has a weight to it on some level. And again, that doesn't mean no filler, quote unquote. I'm not, I hate using that word, but that doesn't mean um, a, a lack of, you know, you know, like a beach episode, if you were to use the the uh, anime um, terminology, so to speak, it's okay to have some episodes that are downtime episodes or or silly or or cute in some way. That's okay. That's fine. But I think the majority should be about advancing narrative, and that doesn't necessarily mean less episodes. I I don't think less episodes is, is more or less episodes is better. I think episodes should drive something. Should be should be important about something. I feel like these characters that go back and forth on the same issues a lot. Um, that's something that I feel like Clone Wars had a lot better gri grip on. Like, even when they were doing an episode that was maybe slightly less impactful, like, you'd have the kind of the, the moral of the story, even by that quote at the beginning of, of each Clone Wars episode, I told you, like, this is what this episode's going to be about. This is what this episode is trying to get you to learn or to feel or to understand. And yeah, so sometimes those episodes would be relatively like one and done or whatever, but they had a premise, they had a purpose, and there was like stakes because of that. There was some kind of moral to it. I don't feel like Bad Batch has the same level of like, um, in, not intensity, intensity is the wrong word, but I don't think it has the same kind of um, grip, uh, the same type of kind of, um, intent within its within its media and I, I i hope that kind of is rectified in the next few episodes but i feel like most of this season has been dedicated to meandering and i don't know if i like meandering in this era of star wars so to speak and again not era in the universe but era as in like the way stories are being told nowadays compared to when clone wars was coming out the clone wars model doesn't quite work the same with Bad Batch for all the reasons I've kind of outlined. And I think I think there should be a kind of recentering on what makes good TV because, you know, I think you could have I think you can have both. I think you can have, you know, a good plot and I think you can have fun. But I think you can do it in a more concise way. And I don't think Bad Batch is doing that right now. In almost the opposite way to how Marvel struggled with you know they did six episodes and it felt like sometimes that was too rushed so like i think disney in general needs to look at how they you know do shows they've done them for years in other kind of areas so to speak yes sometimes more kid kid style shows but they have been in the tv sphere for a long time and i feel like they need to reassess across the board not just you know any like lucasfilm not just but like look at tv and how they approach tv and hopefully um it gets better i mean for example marvel has at the moment um pulled back a lot of its show dates and i i do think this is indicative of the change of tv needs to have a little bit more time put into it to, to and like um intent put into it when making these shows and making these plots happen you know not every show can be a success but every show can have in like intention behind it and can have um like a worthwhile story within it and i think bad batch is the bad example is, is the good example of that bad um scenario right now opposite to mandalorian which is whilst halfway through its season 
feeling like it's really getting to grips with character and dealing with Bo-Katan and what she's doing now and where they're going next and and, and what's happening with the, all these characters that are setting up the grand stage for something quite big, I'd say. So I personally believe Bad Batch needs some work still. I think in general, Star Wars and Marvel and you know Disney in general need to look at their kind of model and how they're dealing with giving content to fans slash watchers slash consumers. But uh, yeah, I, um, I'm still not a big fan of the Bad Batch is what I'm trying to say. I think the storyline is sort of fun should it pay off in the end. But I think the characters are still as uh, lukewarm, let's say, as when we first met them. <laughs> That's all I'll say on that. With that, guys, I thank you for listening slash watching. And I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.